1: Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Topic Thunder, weekly episode 51. We've already been over 50 weeklies. It's crazy how many uh, we've done. I've only been on part of them, but it's still crazy to see this many so far. We continue to grow and expand and bring more weeklies to you. I am your host, Matt Tierney, at Prime Nerlands. Here today with the lovely Alex Roig at uh, Alex Roig NTTB. And Alex, we got ourselves a little bit of a um, scandal afoot.
0: We do. We, I mean, so this kind of just popped up today.
1: Uh-huh. And, uh, out of nowhere.
0: Out of nowhere. And apparently somebody in the Oklahoma City Thunder locker room owes somebody named tiana trump some money and so yes backstory on my knowledge of all this so i'm thinking this has something to do with donald trump i'm thinking this has something to do yeah. with the president you know maybe this is somebody that like a like a a daughter or a, a niece or something like that so of course you pop onto twitter and you type in that in the search bar and
1: no Mm-mm. Not Donald Mm-mm. Trump. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Very different than politics. Very, very, very different than politics. I mean,
0: maybe something that Trump has done before, possibly with these t- this type of clientele. But yes, yeah, not related to
1: Trump. Now, now we are a uh, a podcast for all ages, so we won't go into extreme detail. Eesh, to... I don't
0: know. I don't what? know. What this this one might be? This one might have to be marked NS. FW or whatever.
1: Yeah. Well, I'll I'll try to be as as uh, general as I can. She is a female, uh, let's let's say entertainer. Yes. Uh, of of the visual variety, and uh, she apparently needs money from somebody on the current or what she thinks is the current roster of the Oklahoma City Thunder. So much so that she added. OKC Topic, OKC, I almost said OKC Topic Thunder. I'm so used to saying it. (laughs) She did not add us,
0: no.
1: Oh, (laughs) that would have been much worse, let me tell you.
0: It's not somebody from our roster.
1: Given the fact that almost everybody except for me are married, that would have been very, very bad. Yes. Uh, But no, she added OKC Thunder and actually deleted it, which we didn't realize until right before we started recording. And now she has a tweet up from five minutes ago that says, you got to do what you got to do which might mean that she got a hold of her uh, uh, clients, uh, whoever that was, and they uh, have paid...
0: representation?
1: Perhaps their representation, their agent, if uh, they decided to call. Uh, Whatever the case, she seems to have uh, got her money, so good, everything is good now. Uh, We should just uh, (laughs) move past this. Let's not really get into any details about who it could be. Uh, It could... I, I will say this. This is the only thing I'll say. I, I have a feeling she may not be uh, totally aware of the current uh, trades that happened in the offseason in which certain former Thunder players were moved to different locations uh, around the country. And one of those players in particular. We're
0: not, we're not saying that she doesn't listen to the OKC topic Thunder. No. Project.
1: She no. does. And if you does, do... And if you do, hello, Tiana Trump. Thank you for listening. Uh, We appreciate your support and please buy some merch at uh, BigHeadsMedia.com. But if she is perhaps, you know, maybe missed the episode where we talked about a certain trade that happened around July, early July. Yeah. Well, let's not get into the specifics, but early July, let's say, and this player who's had a history of these sorts of things might be involved. That's all I'm going to say. We're not going to talk about names. That's just my thoughts on the matter. So, you so know.
0: Upon doing research, I found out that Paul oh. George was uh oh, was whoa, mentioned whoa, whoa, whoa. somewhere whoa, whoa, whoa. in this.
1: Alex, Alex, Alex. Let's not name names here.
0: Hey, Alex. I mean, this, this,
1: hey. This,
0: this is a guy that uh, he left Doc, Doc Rivers' daughter pretty much standing there at the altar, to go with you know, a stripper who he got pregnant. I mean, oh, oh, this, this hey, seems to be allegedly to be allegedly mo. No, no, this is not allegedly. This is true. This his current his current girlfriend slash fiance slash wife, whatever she is, is is said stripper that he was with. So, uh, you know, there's rumors abound. According to my research, that he this this may have been something that has been going on for a couple years now. With this said, Mrs. Trump, and uh, and yeah, so you know maybe she's not aware that certain transactions did take place over the summer, and said player is no longer on the Oklahoma City Thunder. Maybe she had to at the L.A. Clippers.
1: Um, Whoa, well, okay, uh, wait, it could have been any team. We don't know. True. We, we don't know if it's the Clippers. She could have uh, maybe. Maybe it was uh, uh, the Portland Portland Trailblazers Carmella Anthony maybe uh, you know Ooh, it could
0: be nice good save S-
1: speaking of which Carmelo Anthony look at did you see how I transitioned to that news that we haven't talked about yet yeah, Carmelo Anthony has wow. has been on signed by the Portland Trailblazers so yeah, could, how, do
0: you, how do you feel about be, that uh, how much of a desperation move do you does that smell like for the Portland Trailblazers.
1: I think they didn't want to to play their hand and be like, we desperately need Gallinari. Mm-hmm. They, they want to wait a little bit, and they're like, let's just get this other guy who's basically free. But I I I'll say this: I fully I am I hope he does well, but I don't mm-hmm. think he will be enough for what they're looking for, and I think they'll come running right back to to Sam Presti for that. That sweet, sweet expiring contract of Danilo Gallinari, who's increasing his trade value by the day, and yes, Portland yes, Trailblazers yes. are sweating their sweating their balls off. <laughs> Speaking of balls. Speaking of balls, today's <laughs> podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Support for Topic Thunder comes from Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools. For your family jewels. Now, Alex, before we get into all the great things that Manscaped has to offer, I must say I was originally a client of uh, Manscape before we even got the sponsorship. I ordered the, um, what what do they call it, the Lawn Morrow 2.0 for that nice, clean cut of the mm-hmm. area with which you need trimming. And I also uh, purchased the package where you get uh, the crop package. preserver,
0: Yes, the the package.
1: package. See what I did there? (laughs) I did. (laughs) Yeah, the package. The perfect package 2.0, by the way, which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything you need to get trimmed, cut free, and smelling nice down there. It comes with the lawnmower 2.0, as I already mentioned, the Crop Preserver, as I already mentioned, plus something that you may not realize is important but is insanely important that comes with this package is a, a nice... Uh, paper uh, matting for you, so you don't get stuff flying everywhere in your bathroom or wherever you do okay. your do your duty. I I honestly did not even think about that until I got the package. I was like, that is a smart idea because then you can just clean it up. It's perfect, unless you you know some people like to do it in the shower. Some people do it elsewhere. And by the way, the lawnmower 2.0 can be used in the shower. It is waterproof, so that is also a big plus. So a lot of great things uh, coming from Manscaped that I already know about. And boy, oh boy, let me tell you, it works quite well. Alex, listen, untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. No more, they're gonna be nice and trimmed. And it's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season and like we've already talked about that is the manscaped perfect package 2.0. I love it, you'll love it. We'll all love it and we'll be Your, jingle- your
0: significant your significant other will
1: love your, it. Your significant other will love it a lot. Boy oh boy. The other one that has to look they look at it more than you do really. I mean, we're not we're not in the 80s anymore. We you know we
0: we were just talking about porn stars earlier in this podcast and mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're 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 not in the 80s anymore. This isn't Ron Jeremy territory anymore where mm-hmm. You know, just hair on the chest and just hair all over the place. No, no, no more of that. No, we 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 we've moved on. We've we have we have evolved. We've become more civilized, mm-hmm. and so with that, Manscaped. manscape helps us out. Let's,
1: well, let's be you know, we don't want to shame the the hairy folks of this of the the men with the hairy you know areas. It's okay. You her, can her, just tr- just trim it up. Just her suit. Her her suit men. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know, I always like to say, Alex, it's jingle balls to the walls. That, I say that to all my friends and family members. To so
0: the, jingle, so the sweat, yeah. So the sweat drops down the, yeah. Oh yeah, uh-huh. all that. Uh huh. Uh huh.
1: So, jingle, jingle your balls up to the walls. This this holiday season with the manscaped perfect package two point out. And you might be asking, well, uh, Matt, how in the gosh dang hecker am I supposed to get that? Well, you just go over uh, to manscaped.com and you can get 20% off when you use the code BIGHEADSMEDIA, spelled exactly like it sounds, big, and then heads, multiple heads, and then media, M-E-D-I-A, at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Oh, they yeah, you get, sh- you get free shipping. And free shipping. And free shipping. Excellent point, Alex. Free that? shipping and twenty percent off. That's like a lot of money, and you save so much, and you save you save so much trouble for your you and your significant other. It's a it's a win win. So get twenty wow. percent off, free shipping. Big las bolas,
0: las bolas will be happy.
1: Las bolas, yes. Again, bolas that is twenty. 20- That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code BIGHEADSMEDIA. Clean up your nuts and make Santa proud this year. Gosh, he'll be – if you don't shave your balls, you're getting coal. Ho, ho, ho. That's (laughs) Speaking of hoes. (laughs) No, I won't go down that path. We already have. We already covered that. It's time to move on. Let's talk about basketball, Alex. It's, I've had enough of this this ball talk. Uh, we had a couple so would, games this so week. So would you would you say this has been ball dominant? Ball dominant. This was this was a ball dominant week. Yes, a, the, the Oklahoma City Thunder. They had a game in Indiana, and then they had another one on Friday. Very light schedule Oklahoma this week. City. Yeah, not too much. Just a couple East teams. Nothing too much to worry about. We did go one and one. And it's not the one-on-one you would think, Very Indiana true. being being the lesser of the two teams. We actually lost to them pretty badly, as, as Matty Moles covered in his recap on Tuesday. And then we actually won in overtime to Philadelphia, which Dylan and I covered on Friday. But, you know, we want to just quickly go over some of the highlights in a segment that I'm going to be calling that I've stole from a lot of other uh, talk shows. It's called the Hot Seat, Cool Throne segment. Basically, we're just going to talk about the hot seat of the week, which is the person or persons or thing that has not been doing well. The cool throne, person, persons or thing. Someone who we've enjoyed watching has been a delight. Uh, So I'll start. We'll go with hot seats first. My hot seat is Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is on the hot seat. Why is he on the hot seat? Well, basically a 19-year-old kid dunked all over Joel Embiid in the game on Friday. It was, you know, a superstar like Joel Embiid you don't expect to see get posterized, especially by a teenager. But Unfortunately, he did, and that is why he is on the hot seat. Alex, who you got?
0: That was a, I mean, just kind of looking bad. That, that was a beautiful dunk, man. He just kind of... Cocked it back and just kind of two hand dunked it on him. And it was Joel grand. Embiid didn't even didn't even jump. It, it's a shame that you know Westbrook's not here to kind of continue on the legacy of trash talking with Joel Embiid because I'm pretty sure he would have put that dunk on the Instagram um, for Joel Embiid and tagged him. Um, but hey, yeah, my hot form. seat, my hot seat, and I'm I'm gonna go kind of go away from basketball for a little bit. Uh, my hot seat is Dish Network, Fox Sports, Oklahoma, oh boy. and Sinclair Media. Um, I have yet to, other than the games I have seen at the peak, I have yet to see a Thunder basketball game at all. Mm. Like, I know how this team plays because I watch them live sometimes. Um, and so on Friday, I got my first... My first little glimpse of Thunder basketball because since the game switched over to overtime, NBA game time on NBA TV switched over to live action for the overtime period for the Thunder versus uh, the 76ers. And so for the first time in my household, I got to see Thunder basketball, but I haven't seen Thunder basketball at all this year. And this is ridiculous. I mean, I, I called Dish. And the best they can give me was either Showtime for two months. Who the hell wants that?
1: that, and that I, I, I have a question for you. Does uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder play on Showtime?
0: Yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah. Do they yeah. Play? So I, I was either going to get that. I was going to get uh, – or they could offer me the uh, the the NFL package for the rest of the season, which there's only about seven or you know six or seven weeks left after this one. And, not and really, Oklahoma you, City
1: does not play on the NFL Network. They right? don't. They don't
0: and oh you sooner's don't play on the NFL network either so what the hey, hell hey, yep and so the best they could do was take $10 off my bill what now i'm not i'm not a charity but i'm not some you know i i work hard for my money i make a good living and mm-hmm. so 10 dollars doesn't really do anything for, you know so that kind of insulted me a little bit whenever that's all they could offer i mean i mean punk- Pony up something. I've been a customer for at least a decade. Pony up something. Um, and so that's who's on my hot seat. You know, it's, it's a shame I kind of messed up a little bit and I renewed for two years earlier this summer, um, not knowing that they were having this dispute. And so I'm on the hook for either, you know, a year and a half more or like two to three hundred dollars in Closing costs, you know, to, to get out of the contract. So I'm stuck with them, but I'm not very happy. And so I'm expressing it right here. Hopefully somewhere, you know, there's a dish customer, there's a dish representative or a Fox sports representative or somebody, um, that hears this, hears this plea, um, and just kind of does something about it because there's a ton of Oklahomans that are missing out on this new generation of Thunder basketball. Um, there's a ton of ad money that's going to waste because people aren't seeing your ads. And so I think somebody needs to get out in front of it. And apparently it's not just here. So for the Mm -hmm. Indiana game, those Indiana residents that have dish also could not see it because Fox sports, Indiana is in that same scrum um, Mm -hmm. with dish. So get y'all stuff together, get this stuff figured out. Uh, so that I can enjoy this new generation of basketball like I'm supposed to.
1: They really hot seat. They really dished you a bad uh, service.
0: Yeah, I don't want the punch right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is a hot seat. Uh, uh, I hope the Dish CEO is on, is a fan of our podcast, and yeah, I hope he, so. if he or she is, then uh, you will be getting a swift swift fix, hopefully. That's ridiculous. Uh, but might I also add NBA Reddit streams? Can't go wrong.
0: I just I've never saying. tried that. Do what do I have to do? Like do I have to join Reddit? Do I have to I've never been No. Been,
1: so I I'll, I'll walk you through it. Step 1. Go to Google. Step 2. Type in NBA Reddit streams and then click the link. You don't need a you don't need to sign in. You can just you can actually just go through Chrome or safari or whatever there's like a list there'll be a list of reddit streams of the same games and like multiple people will be streaming it you basically just want to click the first one because the first one's always the best because Uh it's ranked by like how many upvotes they get and then you base sometimes you have to go through like ads and like random you know weird internet stuff but you'll usually almost nine out of ten times you'll get through and if not you just go to the next uh, streamer whoever else is doing it and it works i i mean i haven't had trouble with that because i i mooch off with my family and i just take their fox sports and we have cox mm. but if i didn't uh, like for games that are blocked by fox sports oklahoma or like are on espn or some like if i can't get it i'll do nba red streams it's it works like a charm
0: with it, thunder fans there's a there's an option for you right there and also if your you know if your contract is up, up, and you're just paying month to month, or if it's coming up um, to the end of time, end of service for that contract, hey, you know what? Put your foot down and try one of these other great um, options that we have out there. You know, Hulu mm-hmm. has sports, has live sports now. Hulu is it Hulu Plus, I think. I think so. Uh, YouTube TV has live sports, mm-hmm. and of course, you can always go with the direct competition of Direct TV. Um, but yeah, Dish is getting on my damn nerves, so I'm napalm, firebombing em. everything.
1: Screw damn. Dish. Screw Dish. Uh, that is our hot seat, a very, very uh, uh, fiery hot hot seat, if I must say so myself. Up next, we have our cool throne. My cool throne is passing, passing as an all-time high for this season. Andrew K. Schlecht of the uh, Down to Dunk tweeted out recently uh i forget the exact stats but we're in the top five in assists and i believe baskets scored off of passing or that's the same thing as assists there's two other factors but last year
0: we're also like top five in hockey assists
1: hockey assists yeah
0: so the pass that leads to the pass.
1: ah got it okay assist to the assist Mm -hmm. um but last year we were dead or bottom five in both of those categories. And we've seen a dramatic switch in passing. And it has proven to be a very enjoyable game of basketball we've seen. I think all of Thunder Twitter can agree. Even though we're still under 500, this has been one of the best brands of basketball we've seen for a while. Even when Westbrook and Paul George were here, partly because there's a lot of iso ball that happens with those guys. Superstars can typically get into that mentality. And with this team, there's not one guy. It's all five guys working together. So passing is on the cool throne. It has seen is it's it's been great to see. Alex uh, your cool throne.
0: Uh, so my cool throne is Chris Paul. I mm. mean, Chris Paul has been he's been so you know, of course, it took him a while to kind of get started. Um, he's probably a little bit older, so it probably does take a little bit um, longer to to get that engine going. Um, but these last couple, like these last this last week and a half, um, he's really shown his metal. He's really shown his uh his ability to compete. Like you know, everybody thought that he was going to come in here and kind of loaf, kind of not be um. You know, not not be the Chris Paul that he was in Houston or the Chris Paul that he was uh, with the Clippers. Uh, but no, it's it's quite the opposite. He has been, you know, competitive. He's been, you know, the competitive Chris Paul that he's always been. Um, he's been clutch at certain points. Um, he's just, you know, he's actually taken this team, put it on his shoulders sometimes, and actually carried us to a couple victories. And especially the Philly game. The Philly game was probably the oh, most. Yeah. Yeah, the, the biggest representation of that. Um, and it was great. It was great to see. It's, it's good to see him take that mantle, take that, you know, this, this team, there was a vacuum of leadership whenever Westbrook and Paul George and even Jeremy Grant were traded this offseason. Um, and as much as we would have maybe thought that maybe Steven Adams would have taken that mantle because he's been here the longest, um, I don't think it's in Steven Adams's DNA to yeah. To lead like that, yeah, um and so, you know, Chris Paul has taken that mantle, um, and he has, you know, he has taken that willingly, and he's done a great job with it. He's done a great job kind of being a mentor to Shea Gilges Alexander, to Darius Baisley. And you can see those guys are developing under his wing. Um, you can see that he's made it a, you know, it, he's purposely made it a a, a a thing to kind of include Gallo into all this, you know, Gallinari. Um, and just kind of look for him whenever he's open on the wing, you know, get him the ball early in the shot clock um, and also just trying to get Steven Adams involved whenever he could. Steven Adams, I, I think he's a little bit in flux as far as, you know, he's had six seasons of Russell Westbrook and this is a new point guard. Um, and Chris Paul has done his best to kind of, you know, include him into everything. But I think Chris Paul has done a great job so far and and it showed big time in the Philly game.
1: Oh, yeah. And also, one of the greatest bromances of all time has been CP3 and Gallinari. Yes. I, lo- I love how those two interact, and it's going to be so sad when they inevitably are separated by some like sort of it, trade.
0: I like to call it State Farm and Chill.
1: Ooh, I like it. Well, speaking of CP3, that leads us right into our uh, next topic. Uh, Dwayne Wade has really been shouting praises at Chris Paul. Uh, Part of the Banana Boat gang, right?
0: Yeah, he is. It's him, LeBron, Carmelo. Yeah,
1: yeah, Dwayne Wade. I always forget who the fourth is. So the the Banana Boys were uh, praising each other online on the Twitter machine. Dwayne Wade basically talking about how his his new leadership role on this team uh, has really shown his abilities as not only a leader but a basketball player and basically hiking up his trade value because if Dwayne Wade is talking praises about you you know that the the basketball world is going to see that and especially GMs uh, of teams that need point guards that are on the cusp of title contending they're going to want him even more so basically this all comes down to trade value so (laughs) I mean, I think I think it goes without maybe maybe you have a different perspective, but I think it goes without saying that Chris Paul, and we'll throw Gallinari in there as well. I think I think we the trade of Chris Paul has been well above my expectations when before we started the season. I think I think when we started, we were actually kind of worried about his his uh, you know the problems we saw in the locker room in Houston mm-hmm. and how, how he's gotten to trouble there. And he's he, we've seen absolutely none of that. He's been a perfect, perfect role model for this team. Like you said, he's helping out Darius Baisley and Shea uh, develop. And, you know, I would argue also that I don't think those two young players are the same at this point in the season if Chris Paul was never on this team. So, uh I, 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 I don't know. I think. Uh, do you have any? Do you have anything else on his trade value? I think it's just been tremendous so far.
0: So, so Dwayne Wade. So the, the tweet that he put out was, "I love." So this was right after the Philly game, and so NBA TV mm-hmm. put out a tweet uh, talking about CP3's game against Philly, um, and so Dwayne Wade kind of retweeted that with his with his own comment saying, "I love how at CP3 has accepted his leadership role in OKC." Uh, the basketball gods will reward him for it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, exactly what that means. You know, if, if you if, you're, if you know anything about CP3, you know basically that the only thing missing uh, from his resume is, you know, a, either a trip a title. to the finals or a title. Exactly. Either a trip yeah. to the finals or a title. Um, And so he's likely not to get that in Oklahoma City this season. And so, you know, the basketball gods, who could that be? You know, what kind of reward are we talking about? We're definitely talk about a trade. You know, we're talking mm-hmm. about sending him somewhere to a contender. And so, you know, who, with the amount of money that he makes, who, who, you know, who could that be? It could obviously be the Miami Heat, which mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade has a, you know, very, you know, very big part in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking it could also be, you know, I've heard Philly, I've heard um, <laughs> Minnesota.
1: Yeah. You know, heard so, Minnesota.
0: So there's a a couple places. I've I've even heard Dallas. I mean, Dallas has, Mm. you know, they have uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. And they have Courtney Lee that they can kind of, you know, dangle out there. And and so if we want to go ahead and kind of break up Chris Paul's money, even if we don't get back a whole bunch of picks, but maybe break up his money, that would probably be one of the best ways to do it. But but yeah, I think that's that's what Dwayne Wade meant. And I think that. Chris Paul, if he has a couple more games like he did against Philly or like he has over the past couple weeks, I think he could definitely find himself, um, you know, going somewhere after December 15th um, to a team mm-hmm. that that maybe sees maybe sees him as the final piece.
1: Yeah. And uh, I mean, kudos to him being mature enough to kind of, you know, he's he's fully aware that he, he doesn't have a title yet and how that, in fact, impacts his legacy and you know he's been incredibly patient knowing full well that if he, he ran his whole contract with City he'd be he I mean re-signing with another team he's passed his he's well past his prime I mean yeah. he's already on the, the the end of it so to speak so he needs to be traded in order to kind of still use what talent he has left to actually impact a team so um you know just I, I think it takes a lot of maturity to kind of Put that desire to the wayside and just accept your situation for now and kind of just keep working to get what you want without being, uh, I guess, sort of a brat about it. Like we've seen Mm -hmm. a lot of other players do, um, you know, I mean.
0: Or or how it's kind of been rumored that he that he has been a little bit. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And there's been other players that have shown sort of that like. You know, there's. They're, I mean, Anthony Davis, I think, is the perfect example of that, right? Where he was just like, I want out, and he just stopped. He just completely lost, you know, all interest in the team, and his team was completely separate from him. That would have been, you know, a, a yeah. worst-case situation. and something that was possibly, a, a, like, we kind of were afraid of it because it might happen given his history. But, yeah, we've seen none of that. He's been a total class act. Um, the whole way through. So, yeah, I I think Miami and Minnesota... I've said this, I think, like, a billion times now, but I think Miami and Minnesota are the two teams, especially Minnesota, given that um, Andrew Wiggins has been playing so well mm-hmm. this year. They're going to kind of look at that and be like, all right, this might be our shot. And yeah. they've got Jeff Teague, who's a great, like, match for Chris Paul. He's an expiring contract, a lot of salary in that. And then we can get some other assets along with that, you know, that salary dump. So... Um, yeah, it's uh, that's been great. And like I said, Gallinari, also incredibly good trade value on his end as well. Um, but kind of transitioning on to some other news in Oklahoma City Thunder with some of our younger players. Uh, Two uh, of our, our young studs and Deontay Burton and Justin Patton have been assigned to the Oklahoma City Blue, which... I'll be honest. I was a bit surprised that Deontay was uh, sent down. Um, I am surprised that Abdul Nader is still on this roster and Deontay Burton is not. Uh, if you recall from my last podcast, I have f- officially ended. I, I, I am now sure that Abdul Nader just does not have it. I don't think he's... He just hasn't seen any improvements since no last year. no longer your MVP? He isn't. He isn't. Wow. I, I've, I made the announcement on the last recap. I just He doesn't look good. He doesn't look good anymore. He does. He's not been great.
0: He does
1: He looked okay last year, which is why I was like, maybe there's a chance. But I've seen no – I mean, you, you, there comes a point where, it, you know, if there's no improvement, there's no improvement. So I thought Deontay Byrne deserved this role, that, that 12th spot on the roster mm-hmm. instead of Abdel Nader. Maybe I think maybe like what I'm thinking. Sam Presti's thought process was is that maybe he'll just get more minutes in the G League, and that will just be better than him getting like five garbage minutes a game. So, you know, this might be a good thing.
0: And I and I think I think with Deontay, I, I think I think he he played a role last year that he was probably a lot more comfortable playing than the role that was bestowed upon him this year. Yeah. Uh, We're a little bit more responsibility, a little bit more, you know, Hey, we, we kind of want you to be a wing. Um, you know, you lost some weight, so you're probably not going to be a four. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and and I think, I think he has to kind of get a lot of playing time at that role to, to kind of know how to play that role. Um, You know, it's not just about just spotting up in the corner now and waiting for Westbrook or Paul George to do whatever they have to do or or Dennis Schroeder or or whoever. Um, Now it's about, hey, you're going to get the ball and you have the opportunity to do things with it. What are you going to do? And so early on in the season, it looked like he was very indecisive when he got the ball. Um, And so, you know, I I do think this team sees potential in him, whether Mm -hmm. he's a part of the future or not. I don't know. Um, But they do see some potential in him, and and he's cheap. And so if you can develop Mm -hmm. that potential and, you know, hopefully have it come to fruition later this season or maybe even next season, you know, he becomes maybe a rotational piece that's worth, you know, that's costing us maybe a million, a million, two or three. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, it becomes a big piece of us moving forward as far as small financial burden but good production.
1: Right, right. Him and him and are just, you know, super cheap for the the yeah. potential they have so i mean and then you throw in lugens dort who's been really good in the g league yeah. um like those three guys you know if even if just one of them hits that's like that's huge that's yeah. a rotation player that we on and i mean i feel like all the cards in our favor right now we've got a lot of potential players and we don't have to rely on just one guy developing and being yeah. like all right you have to be the guy All right, you know come on let's let's go so yeah, I I think uh, I think I hope all of them are great, but you know uh, it's we'll just see we'll see how uh, time tells. But uh, speaking of Deontay, uh, I don't know if you saw on Twitter, uh, the Thunder Twitter account today posted this like uh, cooking so, show. Yeah, did you see that? <laughs> I did. did. You watch it. I thought that was great. I, love I loved it. I love that type of content from. From the Twitter. Like, that's not something I've ever seen from this team.
0: Celebrity judge, homie, chef homie. <laughs>
1: yeah. Dude, Darius Baisley, he's such a character. I love yeah. that guy. He's so funny. He just, he, I mean, if he wasn't a basketball player, he could definitely be like a a comedian or an actor. So good in, on the count um, of it. Which, you know, I, I think it goes without saying the young guys have been very... Uh, likeable for this team, yep. uh, and you know, like we've said with Chris Paul, he's also been likeable. The old guys have been likeable too. So you know, how are uh, uh, how are you uh, falling for? Are you falling in in maybe not in love with this team, but in yeah. in like with this team? Uh, oh what yeah, are, man. What your I'm, thoughts?
0: I'm enjoying watching this team just kind of be who they are. Like this. Yeah. is this is completely different than what we've seen basically for the for the last decade um, you know where it, you know it, it got like I love I love Russell you know I, I love Westbrook man I mm-hmm. I, I really do mm-hmm. but man it got old it got old the whole <laughs> us against the world all the time like you gotta make friends sometime like you can't just be. You know, your best friend being <laughs> faulting can't be all the time, man. And it's like, so you know, he, it is so lonely. And then he took that off the court, too, with the media sometimes. And and it, it, it there's there's just like a like a seriousness to it all. And so this team is like a breath of fresh air. This team is, you know, just seeing young guys go out there and try their hardest, seeing, you know, veterans that have something to prove and CP three and, and Gallinari and, and even Adams for that, for that, you know, for that reason, um, it's just been a, a breath of fresh air and just watching them compete. Like this team does not, yeah, the Indiana game that, but the Indiana game and the, the Washington game earlier in the season, those are the outliers. Yeah. And we it. all thought coming to the season, those would be the norms. Yeah. Us Getting blown out. Um, and so, you know, this team competes at a high level they are hardly ever out of a game and even though they they don't necessarily have the firepower to maybe keep up with those teams and win those games um it is very telling that they are still in a lot of those games um and so i've always said i've always said that i think this team is going to be a lot like the you know 2000 what is it 2008 no no 2009 2010 team the the one that made it to the playoffs the first time.
1: Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Because and, and, and even the second half of the two thousand eight two thousand nine season, after we got past that that three and awful that three and twenty start or whatever,
1: mm-hmm. you know that
0: team started to get more competitive under Scott Brooks. And once they inserted you know Kevin Durant into the lineup as a, as a small forward and Russell Westbrook and in, into the lineup as a starting point guard, you know that team got a lot more competitive. And so I see inklings of that with this team um and it's just fun it's fun it's a breath of fresh air we probably won't make the playoffs and we probably will stink later on this year if if trades do happen yeah Uh, but i'm 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 falling in like with this team not necessarily in love because i know that
1: you can't get heartbroken
0: yeah exactly cp3 and gallinari probably are not going to be on this team for long now there are you know I'll just go ahead and go into one of our Twitter questions um, from Jay lo from Justin Lowe,
1: not um, not Jennifer Lopez.
0: not Jen not, not Jenny from the block, no, not.
1: No. Um
0: but basically he asked one of the questions that he asked, and he asked a ton this week, which we love that. Justin Lowe, just keep on one of our doing favorite what you fans. Do. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: but one of the questions that he asked basically said, do we just make a run if if we don't get what we want in trade season? So if we don't get what we want for Gallinari, if we don't get what we want uh, in CP3, then we just say, you know what, let's just push this throughout the entire season. And then at the end of the year, Gallinari probably, he leaves us and, you know, we take that cap space and CP3, we go into the into the draft next year saying, hey, who wants CP3 who only has two years left on his contract instead of three? Um, but do, you know, would you be okay with us if we don't get what we want in the trade market going ahead and saying, "Hey, let's 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 run this for the entire season and see what happens."
1: Agreed. Um, yeah, I man, it's been so hard to not get tied up in this team. Just mm-hmm. it's just so much fun, and I don't there's no expectations and like you said, Westbrook could never be a part of this type of team because he's so competitive he could never be like oh there's no expectations for us let's just have fun and like just just you know be natural about the whole thing like he's always about win 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 and that's great and we love that we're all we're nobody here is like we don't want Westbrook we loved him he was so great for the city he he sacrificed so much of his his prime for a very low market sale in the city that he really had no connection with. He was from Los Angeles. So, like, the fact that he did all of that, we love him. But, you know, he just wouldn't work for this type of team. And this type of team is really fun to watch. But I know as, Gal- as soon as Gallinari gets traded, more of those Indiana Pacer, Washington Wizards games are going to start happening. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be any fun anymore. But it's going to be for the best because we're going to get a better pick. And so we have to, you know... I think it's it's important to kind of just take, take a moment and just enjoy this because this is probably going to be one of the best brands of basketball we see from this team for a while because this is the rebuilding phase yeah. and we're competitive and we're still winning some games. We're almost at 500. So we're definitely not a tanking team, but we probably will be soon because we're gonna get rid of all these assets that we got from the Clippers and the Rockets. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's uh, like lot like you, I'm falling on them, but my heart cannot fall in love because I know the end. The end is near. So, so yes, I'll, shout out Justin, by the way, for the for the question.
0: Yeah, and we we got a couple more from him coming up later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I do kind of. So I want to bring up something that that wasn't necessarily on the, uh, on the doc. So a certain, a certain other podcaster uh, from, you know, that covers the thunder. I don't want to put out his name either. Like, um, but a certain other podcaster. So he was having a lot of debate earlier this week about like tanking and, and, and the direction this team is taking. And, you know, I, I, I want, I want fans to understand like I know I, I know the hardcore fans understand that you have to go through a couple seasons of, you know, bottom, basically bottom bottoming it out um, to get better. Yeah, bottoming in out. Yeah, whatever. So you have to go through a couple of those seasons, a lot of those, you know, a lot of those dry seasons to get to to where we were with the Durants, with the Westbrooks, with the Hardens. Um, to get the opportunity to get that and so you know fans need to understand that a lot of these next couple seasons are going to be about development and if we happen to you know if we happen to hit a home run great but a lot of times that does not happen and so you know it it just it just seems like to me that the Oklahoma City fan was so spoiled that you know, hardcore fans know what's going on, but the lay fan, the the media, the, not mediocre fan, but like the the middle of the road type fan, which makes up the majority of a fan of a fandom and makes up the majority of the people inside of an arena, um, they don't understand that you have to be bad for a couple seasons in order to be great after that, or or in order to be good. And so, you know, I, I want to kind of express that to people, Thunder fans people like that that hey this team has to get bad you had this this is not this is not college athletics we don't reload you know this is not you can't just get a a brand new crop of recruits in and go from there no you you have to draft very well and it's a lot easier to draft earlier in the draft to get a good player than it is later in the draft and so you have to be bad to get that um and so I, i do want people to understand i want fans to understand that because you know, even though we're doing good now, this probably won't last. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, there is a, a pragmatism. There is a reality that they have to get used to um, because it is it is coming up.
1: Right. Yeah. It's it. Our expectations have been high. We've we've drafted three MVPs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, we've literally had one of the best futures in the NBA for the last decade, and so. You know, it may not be that perfect this time around. It's a great point. So, yeah, let's just go ahead and get into our the rest of our Twitter questions. Um, let's let's go ahead and ask another one from Justin. Uh, he basically wanted us to uh, grade Billy Donovan so far this season. Mm. Um, and, you know, if for whatever reason we... we decided to leave Billy Donovan the potential of hiring someone like a Tim Duncan now before we get into this question I just well, this uh, I thought this was funny today um, so I always blank on her name who's the assistant coach for the Spurs
0: Becky Hammond
1: Becky Hammond yeah so uh, pop got ejected and Becky Hammond and Tim Duncan basically like coached together and Twitter was like you know uh, in up you know very yeah. excited about that. And I have the uh, cons- I have a conspiracy theory since Pop is probably going to retire pretty soon that he's basically going to just get ejected sooner and in sub- subsequent games until he just basically just stops coming, and then all of a sudden Becky Hammond is the first female NBA coach with yeah. Tim Duncan there, so <laughs> he just he just like walks out the door and nobody even notices. <laughs> so uh, I think that's going to happen. But if it didn't, Tim Duncan is, uh, I think he'd be a good coach. He's a very lovable guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but before, you know, uh, uh, I think, okay, so this is my thought on Billy Donovan. I think he is a great coach for developing players because we've seen that in his college career at Florida. He was, a, he was one of the best college coaches Won multiple championships with Florida, but that's the that type of job is about developing players, and it doesn't really translate into the NBA. If you're a championship team, it's it's good. If you're where we are now, we're about developing players. We're more of a college s type of team because they're all supposed to be young. Mm-hmm. Not really knowing all the ins and outs. People like Westbrook and Paul George, they they've, they're not gonna be necessarily as malleable and want to be taught new things or like be coached in the same way as a young guy will be coached. Which is why now I think I, I don't think we would go out and get Tim Duncan. I think Billy Donovan is actually the perfect coach for this team. Given the fact that he is a developing, he's a developer. Okay. And, and, you know, I, but that said, once this team is developed and once we have veterans and Shea is now a veteran and, and Basley is coming into his own and, and all of our other young guys we draft become a little older, I think we do need to separate from Billy Donovan because we saw last year, I think there was a lot of heat for him to leave. Like a lot of people were ready for him to walk out um, because that team was more of a championship contender. But everything switched now. Like obviously we've gone on a completely different path we didn't realize we were going to go on. And I think now with all of the the chips where they are, Billy Donovan's the coach for this team. I think he's done a great job. And it's it's show like we've already talked about it. This team has been awesome. We love to watch them minus a couple of games. So. Uh, as far as like an actual grade, I'd probably put a like a B plus, A minus somewhere in there. There've been a couple times where he's like, I haven't really uh, agreed with his decisions. And late game, he's sometimes not had SGA in the games and had Schroeder instead, stuff like that. But aside from those little things, I think he's been great. It's been it's been a great brand of basketball to watch.
0: Yeah, I, I completely agree. Uh, I mean, if I were to give him a grade, I'd give him, I I'd give him an A minus. I mean, I, I believe this is, this is the team that he was destined to coach probably since he's been here. Um, you know, yep. if you look, if you look at the type of players that he has out there now, he has a lot of high IQ type basketball players. Um, the the offense that he's running is is more pass centric. Um, not necessarily dependent on one or two players to to just handle the ball and so what you're seeing out there is probably the the vision that maybe maybe Presti had um, as far as a team with more movement with more passing involving Westbrook involving Duran involving you know or involving George that type of stuff unfortunately that did not happen under those guys um, because you know something about old dogs, new tricks, you know, comes to mind when it comes to Westbrook. Yeah, to, exactly. You know, Durant, George, players like that. Players players that are great are great because they've what they've done to get to the point of their greatness, they don't want to change that at all. And, you know, it makes sense. You know, it makes sense that if you are a great player and you've become great doing certain things, that you know what? You would continue to do those things in order to remain great. Greatness equals money, equals clout, equals legacy, Mm -hmm. and so you keep doing that stuff. So bringing Billy Donovan in at the point that they did and saying, hey, we want you to mold this offense, we want you to mold these players, didn't really work out that well, Um, and so it kind of made Billy not seem like the coach that he possibly could be, Um, and so I think with this team now, he's, like you said, he's a developer, and he is developing. He's developing SGA. He's developing Darius Baisley. He's given them minutes. He's given them minutes in crunch and crunch time. Um, and he's doing a great job with it. If anything, you see the development of of Diallo um, right. as far as you know, Diallo was a second rounder. He had, you know, he had his weaknesses, things that could probably keep him out of rotations in the NBA. But you know Donovan has kind of developed him, have kind of worked with him. And he's become a rotational player in this league now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so things like that, I, I think moving forward, you, I mean, if 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 Sam Presti is, is okay with Billy Donovan and is okay with how he's coaching this team, I don't see why within the next, I don't know, couple of months he does not get a, a contract extension. Because he's basically a lame mm-hmm. duck coach at this moment.
1: Right which uh, i'll like sometimes that will lead coaches to to do things they wouldn't necessarily do because they're coaching for their job Mm -hmm. um so yeah an extension i think would be very very helpful just to kind of ease the tension there um so yeah i fully agree with all all what you said though um so our next question comes in from susan at chicken susan great at handle by the way chicken susan over here she says she has a few things um uh we'll start with the first one so do you think a vegan diet is a yay or a nah in the nba athlete's life uh i i think steves talked about this with him um like vegan diets you just don't get enough protein and you're a professional athlete you're just going to lose muscle like i just I don't know. I think I think it requires very, very diligent um, monitoring by, like, a nutritionist or something. So you're getting the same amount of, like, protein that you need to be a, an athlete. So I feel like if it's just a choice, I feel like you just might as well, like, not do it because then it just makes more work for you. But if it's, like, I don't know. If you're, like, if it's for i don't know if you're anti-meat or like anti-animal consumption i i guess you know i can't say that your opinions or your beliefs are wrong and that you shouldn't do it i'm just saying it's going to take a lot more work that's all
0: yeah this is, a, this is a question i actually asked uh chris paul during media day mm-hmm. um about you know whether because he's vegan right is he vegan He's vegan. Yeah. He's with, yeah. So whether, with, and, and basically, so the major difference between vegetarian and vegan is that vegans don't eat, of course, any meat or any animal product. And mm-hmm. so things Eggs, like egg, milk, things like milk, yeah, milk, um, they don't eat those either. And so you're basically looking at just an all veggie, you know, all plant diet. Um, and so again, like you said, the the biggest crux when it comes to an athlete is protein. You need protein for muscle. And so how do you replenish that throughout a season of getting, you know, completely, you know, doing workouts, playing games, getting on planes, getting on this, you know, lack of sleep. Um, And so that is something that I brought up to him. And of course he brought up um, his, I guess, documentary that he's producing or whatever that comes out on, I forgot what it came out on. Um, but apparently he's he's very he's steeped very deep into this, um, and so he probably has a nutritionist. Mm. He probably has a cook. He probably has things that we cannot afford. Uh, yeah. So if we wanted to venture into this type of you know into this type of diet, it would definitely be something that we'll probably you know we, we'd probably crater under it and and not continue it after a couple of days type mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, um, yeah. But he, he you know he has the money. He has the he has the means to have the people around him to probably help him out and to where he, he, he gets protein somehow, you know, you know, whatever plant is high in protein, he probably has a ton of that throughout the season. Um, and so, you know, I I think, I think to, to us, a diet like that wouldn't work, but I think to an athlete who probably has the means to pay for a nutritionist, pay for a cook that will, just look out for 100% of that in a player's diet, I think they'll be just fine. I don't think mm-hmm. he's going to break down because he doesn't have protein.
1: Yeah, that was my biggest worry when I heard about that. Because, um, yeah, I did, I did remember that was, like, a big thing with Chris Paul when we started the season. It was partly, like, uh, he did, like, the body issue thing, and it was, like, he was yeah. getting in shape for that. But it was like, uh oh, I don't want you to get injured, especially while you're on the trade block. You know, like, you need to stay stay in one piece
0: mm-hmm.
1: um so yeah as long i yeah he's got he's got the money he's got things yeah. that we don't have but he's also doing a lot of things we can't do so it makes sense he'll be fine um he'll be fine fingers crossed knock on wood all that um all right last two questions from susan i'm just going to rapid fire these uh one can hobby bring the ex- excitement rusted um maybe probably well time will tell looks like it's been it he's been pretty exciting that's for sure
0: i mean definitely uh, yeah. i mean slam dunk king in oklahoma dunk champ. city
1: dunk yeah, champ, dunk champ um, of the nation yeah
0: you know we'll see we just we just need him to do those in games yeah a couple times not just one time or once in a while no we need him to do that consistently um consistent yeah
1: consistent yep yeah and then next question who will be the next fashion king that's pretty I easy think this is oh okay what's your answer I think it's SGA. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I was gonna say I think it's close. I think there's a few candidates. SGA is one. Uh-huh. I think Loki uh, Gallinari is very fashionable. Yeah,
0: we'll see. I'm, is... I'm I'm thinking more guys that'll be here past this year. Ah, uh, okay, okay. But yeah, Gallo Gallo got that Ita- is,
1: Italian chic thing down. He is looking good. Every post game, he looks so good. Uh, but I think it's those two, and I think Bazley has a bit of a fashionista in him, mm. so I I feel like he's he's also got some some of that in him. So that's uh, SGA is definitely leading in the like long term players. That's for yeah. sure. Um, so yeah, and then last question we've got tonight uh, also comes in from Justin at Jkla two of eight three seven, six. Uh, non basketball related. What are your favorite things to do in your pastime, um, Alex? You want to answer first. I got. I have a few ideas, but
0: I mean. So I mean, I have a, I have a family. So I have you know, it's it's. I have I have four kids. Um, so anything that involves them, you know, going out on little mini vacations here and there, um, exploring things with them, you know, anything that involves that, I'm, I'm usually down.
1: And your daughter, one of your daughters plays volleyball, right? You go, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like fun, too.
0: Yeah. Yep, we'll yeah. Be, we'll, be, we'll be going to tournaments here starting in the new year.
1: Ooh, nice. Is it, it's indoor, right, I assume?
0: Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: January, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Well, um, you, know that,
0: you know that burgeoning beach volleyball league that we got going on in Oklahoma.
1: I mean, there's... In there's the middle of January. Fake, there's fake beaches. that They have little <laughs> sandboxes, but... Yeah, probably not in January. Um, Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. What about, like, um, so, any, like, what about hobbies? You got any hobbies?
0: Hobbies, man. Uh, I mean, I guess this. This is a hobby. Yeah, that's true. I like doing this.
1: This I like doing it. I like
0: like covering basketball games, you know, as a hobby. I like, uh, you know, I I don't have a ton of time for hobbies, you know. Yeah. Like I have a PS4 here, and yeah, I, I mean, if I play it, if I play it more than five times a year, that's a lot. <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a hobby. I didn't even think about that. It feels it. it I guess it's uh, uh, technically we're not getting paid that much. Paid that. much. I was. We do get like money, but it's not enough to live off of by any yeah. means. So. Uh, yeah definitely a hobby. Um, so I guess that is my answer too i but I also like uh, I've been trying to get it more into like video um, not video editing but like video, video
0: production
1: so like yeah so like it's different where you just like cut clips together, but there's like a lot of cool stuff you can do with like um re- one really popular thing that's been going around now is like where they do like the glowing thing around people's. Uh, uh, like an, an arm or something like that, and it looks yeah. cool, but it's really hard to do. And I've been trying to like uh, look up YouTube videos about how to do it. It's really like I think it's gonna be a big challenge, but um, it's kind of like another hobby I've been working on. So, I but mean, at so, the same so time, I don't have you, I don't have a family, if, so I have time to do this.
0: <laughs> if you want to see Matt's work, his latest, his latest, uh, his latest uh, addition to to that video production, go ahead and look on his Twitter feed.
1: Well, that that was that actually took a lot longer than it should have taken. That was <laughs> are you talking about the Dak Prescott? Yeah, video? exactly. Yeah, I spent. Uh, I'm not even joking. I think I spent like six straight hours just what? like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I spent Saturday. I just got like obsessed with <laughs> trying to finish this because it had been in my it had been in my like library for so long. Because it happened what like two weeks ago. So I was like, I want to finish this, and so I, I'm just not good at it yet. I, I have to kind of continue to work at it. So it just took a long time.
0: It Came uh, out good. I'll give you that much. It came thank out good. you.
1: Yeah, I, I was I was very happy with. It looked very funny to me, so I was happy to with the product. So yeah, that's like audio, video editing. That's stuff I enjoy doing in this podcast. So, um, yeah. So that's all our Twitter questions for this week. Thank you all. We didn't get to quite all of them. Uh, but thank you all for sending them in. We'll continue to kind of mix it up. For the those of you that didn't get a question in this time, we'll do it. We'll do it later. Um, but yeah, let's let's go ahead and transition on to next week as we jump into our forecast. All right, so this is L.A., L.A., and a little more L.A. So first up, we've got at the Los Angeles Clippers, which I believe is tomorrow. It is tomorrow. That's correct. It's uh, a late night game as it is in L.A. So you know, get get drink your coffee, get ready for all that. But uh, Alex, how how are, what's the preview look like for for the uh, mighty Clippers? Uh,
0: so the Clippers are currently eight and five. They are sixth in the West, um, and we have the, I guess, unfortunate opportunity to be the team that faces the Clippers likely with both with both Paul George and Kawhi Leonard in the lineup at the same time. Oh uh, so over the last two games, you know, Paul George made his debut on Thursday, um, and but Kawhi Leonard was out for. Injury load management, blah Ooh. blah blah.
1: Yeah, whatever and, that is.
0: Yeah, whatever that is. And he was also out the next game, um, with the same thing: in- injury load management. So of course, you know, Paul George took over, and he he's been great since he's mm-hmm. been back. I mean, he's he's basically scored what is it like seventy points in forty minutes, um, something like that. Yeah, yeah he he's been real good. Um, he's he's been he's been the the PG thirteen that we know before injuries and before April playoff time comes into play. And then, you know, we'll see how he, we'll see how he goes after that, but he's been good. Uh, This team has been when they're firing on all cylinders, they're almost unbeatable. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, you know, this is going to be a, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game to gauge uh, to see where the thunder are. And it'll be, you know, we talk about Paul George and we talk about, you know, Kawhi Leonard, but this is also a return game for SGA and for Gallinari. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, not too many people look at that perspective where, you know, those guys can score the ball. Those guys can play basketball. And so if you're going to have a revenge game, it's not just Paul George against the Thunder. It could definitely be SGA and Gallo and even Chris Paul, who used to be with the Clippers.
1: Right. You know, right.
0: one against L.A. So it, it'll be a fun game. It, it, it'll be a game where it could be close or... Unfortunately, it could be a blowout because it is a road game and, you know, young players don't tend to perform as well at road games as they do at home.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't even think about you said that Chris Paul factor. I didn't even think about that. I'm, I'm curious how they, you know, respond to him coming back. I guess he's been back already with the Rockets, yeah, so it's yeah. like whatever. It's not a big deal at this point. I think SGA, though, they're going to they're going to be very friendly to him. I think they love SGA. And you know, there's no reason to like hate him. He just, you know, he got traded and they got Paul George for him. So I think I think they'll love his return to LA. Yeah.
0: Um
1: but yeah, that's that'll be an interesting game. That'll be this this games is one of the hardest of the season. Uh going, you know, back to the Philadelphia game, starting from there till like the I think next week we also have a couple Top teams, um, so this whole stretch is going to be really tough. Um, but yeah, the next LA team we do play is the other great team in the West, the Los Angeles Lakers, mm-hmm. and they are the top team in the West, ten and two. Uh, Houston's right on their tails; they've won seven straight, but uh, Lakers have won three straight, so they're coming in hot as well. Nine and one, their last ten, and they're seven and one in conference. So they've been all but great. I mean, LeBron has looked fantastic. Yeah. Uh, AD has looked fantastic. Like they've just been they've just been playing well. They, despite you know with not having their young core minus Kuzma, uh, they've they've put it together. Um, so I, I don't think there'll be as much load management that we've seen from the Clippers this year. I think all of those guys are healthy. They're ready to go. Barring anything uh, before Tuesday, which is when we play, so back-to-back games in LA against two very hard teams, it's gonna be. uh, I, you know, I'm optimistic, but it's gonna be a very, very tough battle going back-to-back against the top, supposedly the top two teams in the league, let alone the West of it, Western uh, Conference. So. Um, And then we play the Lakers twice, actually, once in L.A., and then once again in Oklahoma City. And I believe that is a a Thursday game or a Friday game. Friday. Friday, okay. So that is a Friday game, not as late, so you don't have to drink your coffee that night. Um, So, you know, basically we'll have to see what happens in the Tuesday game to kind of get a sense of what we would expect for the Friday game. But I think it'll be, you know, as you mentioned, the home uh, uh, players tend to do well in the home games. So I think this will be a little more competitive than it might be in uh, the Lakers' house. So, record wise, I'm going to go with a prediction. I'm going to be not as optimistic as some other people on this podcast, but I'll be optimistic and I'll <laughs> say a nice two and one on a very tough week.
0: And I will go realistic and i'll go Mm -hmm. one and two Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so let let me ask you this so i mean you're covering i mean you were covering the lakers games so who do you think guards
1: lebron yeah i was thinking about i think it has to be gallo right oh my gosh that's That's gonna be hard because i mean what is like sga can't guard him he's too small
0: yeah sga can't guard him and I, i think Terrence Ferguson is way too small. He's too frail, yeah. He's frail, gonna, yeah, too
1: skinny. God, man, it's got to be – it's going to be – CP. Or it's going to be Steven Adams on AD and it's, it's Gallo and LeBron. I think that's what we got to go with. It's going to be – yeah, it's going to be ugly. LeBron LeBron might get like a 40-point triple-double both he these might. games. It mean, might it, be real bad. This,
0: this might be the game where you throw out De- Deontay Burton out there and – maybe there maybe we'll introduce him to uh to Lou Dort
1: but they're not there how are they they they're in the blue right now
0: oh i know but they can be recalled yeah
1: i guess before tuesday yeah uh but then they have to fly to la and it's, uh it'll be hard oh yeah, travel I don't,
0: nowadays is okay
1: yeah yeah i don't know i was trying to think like there's not a guy on our team not even like a, a bench player i can think of that's like good for lebron and no. like we don't have a Paul George anymore. We don't have, we don't have Robertson. Nope. So it's going to suck. It's hey, gonna, Dre,
0: probably, probably be a good game for you to come back.
1: He's not come back. I'm, I'm done. I'm
0: done. It's such a weird situation. Uh,
1: okay. So report every game, every game. They're like, Oh yeah, he's out. It's like, all right, great. Like,
0: like, I don't I don't, I don't even think he's practicing now. Like I don't even I don't think he's contact practicing.
1: Yeah, it goes back and forth every day. It seems like he's like, "Oh, well, here's him running down the court," and then it'll be like, "Yeah, no word on Dre. He, I don't know where he is." Such a sad situation. Yeah, I want him to come back so bad, but I've I've lost a lot of hope. So anyway, <sighs> that's our week. So keep your fingers crossed. Hold hold on tight because this is going to be a hard one. Mm-hmm. So emptying said. the bench. Emptying the bench real quick. We already talked about it, but Paul George was back. He looked good. It's not, It didn't make me too happy to see that he's oh. succeeding that well. So hopefully it doesn't continue on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on to our last little thing. Oh, I just saw this on the Twitter machine. Sam Presty. Rumored being pursued by the Knots.
0: I mean, I think think now, you know, the vultures are circling around Oklahoma City, Mm -hmm. and so any team that either has a rich history or has a probably bright future um, that is in need of a GM will probably be rumored to be at least looking at and or offering um, Sam Presti you know, anything to have them, to have him be their GM, right. Um, you know, this, this happened before this has happened before this has happened. Whenever, never Sam Presti first kind of got Oklahoma city off the ground and, and it looked very successful. And there were rumors that the Knicks were looking to get him snag him for like $10 million a year. Even, you know, even the Lakers, whenever they were having their basically separation from Mitch Kup, Um it always happens, but this time around, you know we don't necessarily have a superstar team to kind of keep them here. So I mean, I don't think there's a lot to the, this rumor. Um, but you know, the thing with GM contracts is you hardly hear anything about the contract. You know, you don't know how right. long they have. You don't know if there's compensation if if he leaves to another team, which has happened before in the past with other teams, where you know the team has to the team that gets the GM or gets the coach has to compensate the other team with a first round pick or whatever. Um, so I don't know. So, you know, so it, it could happen, but I, I don't, I don't know. I, like, like I see Sam Preston, I see him as a guy that likes to finish the job, mm-hmm. but I, I also think he's put in his time in Oklahoma city. And if another opportunity comes up, I, I wouldn't necessarily be too mad if, of him leaving. I mean, yeah, he set us up very nicely and, You know, if another opportunity comes around, you know, if you're a GM, if you're anything in the the NBA or any sport, you want to be synonymous with championships uh, Mm -hmm. because that gets you into Hall of Fames, that gets you, you know, that adds on to your legacy. And so if he's able to maybe latch on to a Knicks organization and turn them around, he'd be a a savior in that city.
1: Yeah. I mean, I do agree that, like, he's – he's developed such a good reputation and uh, he could go somewhere and he's put us in a good position where if he left, we would be fine. Cause we have all these assets. The only issue is like, it depends on who we bring in. Cause then you just like, if we bring in a terrible GM, he's just going to waste yeah. it all. So it's like, that's, that's the fear. But I do think like, you know, this is a, if there's ever a time to leave. It would be now, but I don't, I, I mean, the rumor to the Knicks is like, if I'm Sam Presti, I'm not even – I don't want to touch that with an eight-foot pole, you know? Because, like, no. the what's his name? Dol- James Dolan is, like
0: – Not while he's there.
1: Yeah, he's just – he's so bad. Like, why would you ever want to be a GM for that guy? So I feel like he could leave. I don't know if it would be the Knicks. It's just a rumor. I don't think it's going to happen. But for I now
0: – I if you're looking for a team that he might leave to, I mean, just look at the situation in – in San Antonio. I mean, yeah. if, if the old guard starts to leave, so R. C. Buford, you know, Greg Popovich, it would make mm-hmm. sense for somebody like Sam Presti to just come in and step into Buford's position and maybe mm-hmm. have a Becky Hammond, maybe have a Tim Duncan kind of step into Pop's position and just kind of keep that consistency consistency train going.
1: Yeah. They oof, man, Sam Presti and San Antonio with that culture, mm-hmm. he could do a lot. Holy moly! Well, let's uh, let's just stick with what we got for now. Sam Presti is still our GM for the for the foreseeable future. Our future is bright. Things are looking good, and let's hope things continue to look good. We, the Los Angeles, California area. So, with that, signing off for tonight. Thank you all for listening. You can find us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder or on our uh, website with Big Heads Media at BigHeadsMedia.com uh, where you can find all of our merchandise that is on the store as well as all of our podcasts which will go up there as well. But if you want to watch your podcast or listen to your podcast elsewhere you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, uh, all of the other places where you can get podcasts generally they would be there as well. So find us there. If there's a place for a five-star review like on iTunes, please leave us one and give us a comment. We read all of them, and we appreciate them all, and we appreciate your support. And with that, I'm Matt Tierney well, at Prime Minister. Before oh, Before ahead. we
0: get off, I mean, of course, oh, oh. you have to you know kind of big up to Manscaped also. Manscaped, make sure you check them out. Uh, yeah, make sure. sure. Um, you use the code Media on manscape.com uh, you get 20% off plus free shipping um, so that you know you can go ahead and uh, impress your significant other with you know showing them your trueness
1: yeah and ladies for all of our female listeners this is a, this would be a, an excellent christmas gift for your significant other
0: and for yourself
1: yeah, i guess so I,
0: I mean, hey. So I like to give my wife Victoria's Secret gift cards during Christmas because mm. it repays me in the end. Also,
1: true. So it's a it's a win win.
0: Yes, it is. It okay. is a win win.
1: So yeah. Uh, like we like as I said at the beginning, I always like to say jingle balls to the walls. So just keep just keep just keep on doing that. You know. Yes. <laughs> Untrimmed pubes thing of the past thank you we shall sign off on that note i am matt tierney at prime newlands this is alex roig at alex roig in ttb again thank you all for listening and as always thunder up